0: Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast
1: by default.
0: Ain't no thing like me, Seth.
1: Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Maps coming. No. When do we start? Hey, welcome back. Spring is in the air. Is it it's cold outside. I mean it was warm for a little bit. <clears throat> Your favorite uh, holiday of the year is coming up this week? The playoffs? Uh no. No. 420. Yes.
0: N- noted, Stoner me.
1: Well, I mean it's just it's another Thursday.
0: <laughs> who's playing on Thursday? I don't know what the schedule is.
1: I'll tell you who's playing on Thursday. Jean-Luc Picard, baby, he's <laughs> playing on Thursday.
0: <laughs> that's true, he is. But hey, that's that's next week. That is next week. Saw Renfield this weekend. Tell me about that. It's fun. It's fine. Nice. There's not much more to say about it. I mean, it was. I liked the references. The violence was good. Nick Cage is a delight. He's just off the wall crazy, and it's fun to watch him do that.
1: Well, I mean, that's. I mean, the perfect kind of role for him.
0: Yeah, it was fun, and it's.
1: I mean, this is kind of part of the news, but that movie is bombing hard. It uh, all cult classics end up, you know, starting out as a bomb, and then people are really recognize and enjoy them for what they are.
0: It made seven million
1: on a sixty five million dollar budget, not accounting for uh, marketing. Oh. Oh, Ba-ba-ba-baum. gonna be a huge flop um, but i had fun i had a good enough time yeah you put your 10 1050 in the till
0: what's so i put out a very it wasn't like this is the best thing ever i put out a tweet very similar to what i just said like hey i like this i like this so, i like this it was nothing like i was like hashtag or add anyone and then like the director likes my tweet i'm like oh buddy that wasn't uh, even that positive like it was a positive tweet but it wasn't like
1: woo so so what you're telling me is that movie's probably going to lose over 40 million dollars oh way more well, what was the budget again? Sixty-five. And in, they're at in, seven million right now. In your usual movie math is double uh, for marketing. So they spent one hundred and forty million dollars, and they've only been able to recoup seven million of that. Yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> lord. <laughs> that- I wish. I wish I could make a hundred and forty million dollar mistake. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. Like it's not bad. It's fine. I had a. I had a totally enjoyable time. So you're telling me there's a chance? Not for this to make money. Yeah. <laughs> there's no chance. But it was fun. I mean, it's it's worth watching. I, I don't know if it was worth going to the theater for, but I certainly had a good time. So, you know, sometimes it's just nice well, to have fun. Clearly I, I can live with
1: that. You and millions of other people feel the same way about that.
0: <laughs> tell you, It's Mario. Mario's just eating up everyone's money.
1: He's got that Pac-Man fever, baby. God. All right, so I guess let's go straight into... Some, somebody's got some engagements tonight. The news. <laughs> Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. Well, I guess I did the Renfield news up front. Yeah, well, so, um, yeah. Would you say you can drive a wooden stake through its heart, it's done?
0: No, actually, I love the way that they kill Dracula in the end. It's one of the more creative um, bits of fun, like, in there like i mean is
1: nick cage dracula or is he renfield no no he's dracula oh
0: he's he's dracula and all over the place
1: oh so spoiler alert he dies
0: dracula dies in every movie and then he comes back
1: so clearly he's not dead
0: probably that's why he's undead (laughs) i feel like this franchise is uh i mean they designed it as kind of a one-off with like you know they it's all closed up you know the the door is open like the (laughs)
1: casket is open as you would say if you're Uh, a vampire i'd say it's not (laughs) Uh oh has it Um, been has it been nailed shut amazon oh i saw this they they're in they got a little legal trouble going on, huh? No, no,
0: there's all kinds of stuff with Amazon.
1: Oh, somebody was suing them for a lot of money about Lord of the Rings? No, I didn't even see that. Oh, yeah, that was out there. Anyway, carry on with your Amazon news. Uh, Amazon,
0: they bought the entire MGM library last year, mm-hmm. and now some of that's coming to fruition. I didn't bother writing them all down because it was like, we're rebooting these 12 properties, including like Legally Blonde and Barbershop. I'm like, don't care, don't care, don't what? care. What? Those are two... Two benchmarks of American cinema. The only one that like was of any interest to me was like, we're going to be doing a RoboCop TV
1: series. Didn't Tyler Perry do Barbershop? I don't think so. I don't think that was those. I've never seen Barbershop, but I've, I've heard good things about it. But you've it.
0: seen Barbershop too, weirdly. I know, right? <laughs> that's the, the touch-up. I mean, for most of it, and obviously yeah, the other like, big feather in that cap is the James Bond stuff, but that's definitely being like closely guarded and doesn't seem to be going into the same cycle of renewal that this other stuff is going into the other interesting thing that uh they said is apparently they've met with sylvester stallone in balboa productions giving him a first look at a possible rocky tv series
1: interesting
0: is that gonna happen i don't know i mean stallone's now doing tv with hulsa king now he has a reality show mm. uh, which looks like the worst thing in the world
1: by the way i was wrong about tyler perry he did like the Medea stuff and ice, it's it? ice cube and cedric the entertainer who are in barbershop yeah, he's another one, much like Stallone that I'm about to say. Like, Stallone doesn't have
0: the rights. I know that uh, Ice Cube has wanted to try and get the rights back.
1: To Barbershop? Yeah. But Stallone doesn't have the rights to rock. When he that's... does, will it be a good day? Sure. Come on, that's a good poll. Yeah, I don't know. I don't
0: know how Stallone would react to something like that. It's like a, a chance to, like, do something with that character, which, I mean, you could, you know, do a season of rocky doesn't need to be that different from like the structure of any of these movies yeah but at the same time like how many tv shows does he want to do and does he even want to come back to this after all of his very public yelling at the producers of the creed movies so i don't know well there's already been a lot of talk with like michael b jordan and expanding creed into a bunch of different platforms i'm sure that something is going to happen will it be a rocky series with stallone doubtful is kind of yeah. where I land. Oh, I mean, there's there's a Rambo series in the work with, like, it's supposed to be, like, young Rambo. I don't remember who's doing that, though. Yeah, whatever. That But mm. Am, Amazon is just like, hey, remember things from before? We're just going to keep doing that.
1: Well, here's that Amazon story. Jeff Bezos and the estate of J.R.R. Tolkien are being accused of ripping off a screenwriter's work. Uh, Demetrius Polychron has filed a $250 million lawsuit against Bezos, several Amazon studio execs, and J.R.R. Tolkien's estate. Um, alleging copyright infringement in the lawsuit this guy polycron says he created wrote and published an original book called fellowship of the king and conceived an entire seven book series called the war of the rings so he had a copyright obtained in 2017 so we'll be interested to see i'm not i feel like that's going to immediately go away (laughs) well there you go but see i i knew something Finally announced today, this this has been a long
0: time coming. It has also changed a little. mm mm-hmm. uh, Michelle Yeoh is returning to the world of Star Trek after being in the first couple of seasons of uh, Star Trek Discovery as an evil mirror universe version of someone from our universe. Oh, God. And she yeah, she was called uh, Emperor or Empress. I can't remember. Emperor? Giorgio. And she came over and she was just antagonistic but liked the main character, so they hung out. And then... Mm. Because she stayed, like, in this universe too long, she had to return to her own, and they're like, hey, guess what? There's a TV show coming. That was years ago. And now, finally got announced today that she will be returning to her character, but it won't be for a show. It's going to be specifically for a Section 31 movie, the Black Ops side of Star Trek. Oh, okay. I mean, she was fun. She was one of the better parts of that show. I mean, my love for Michelle Yeoh has been long documented on uh, this here podcast, so why not bring michelle Yeoh back she's fun she's fun when she plays just like over the top evil in yeah i you know like she softened overtime yeah whatever you know what i mean she's just fun when she can go like big yes great do it section 31 movie uh which they're calling is vague what this means What is gonna kind of be starting like phase two of star trek
1: which is i do set your phasers to fun yeah that isn't really what
0: movie was that for Section thirty one.
1: No, 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 no. There was a there was a tagline for a while. Set your phasers to fun. Maybe something we're talking about later. There's uh, a chance. Oh, okay. I don't really
0: know what fake. All these Star Trek shows like all take place in like different parts of like a very wide timeline. So mm. I don't.
1: How can you call it like a phase? <clears throat> yeah, I don't know
0: what like separates these things out other than time. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know either. Uh, I guess maybe what that tagline was for. Galaxy Quest is coming back as a TV show, or at least for the second attempt at it. Ah,
1: <laughs> there was a gasp on that one. I was trying to find set your phasers to fun. It was a thing, but I don't really know what it was for. Anyway, I tried to find it, and all I could find was this. Great, just an image of Spock. Yes, but he's having fun. I think this. I, they tried doing this in 2015.
0: Now it's going through Paramount Plus. I don't care about this. This
1: sounds like a really dumb idea. I mean. You're not going to get Tim Allen to come back out every time, like to be in that. I mean, I don't think you would get anyone. Alan Rickman, rest yeah. in peace. That's
0: the last time I watched it. I I hadn't seen it since I saw it in theaters, and then I didn't watch it again until Al- Alan Rickman passed. I was like, oh, let me throw this on. Mm-hmm. Damn, that movie's fun. It's just it's so tight, and like everything is just working. you get like some established actors, some that are kind of like up and coming. Like just great stuff. It, yeah, it just it captured the right tone, and it was so clever. And I just. Not that I, I don't know. I'm almost making it sound like it's an untouchable
1: property. It's not. It just kind of feels like they got lightning in a bottle almost feel, on accident. But if, and we've talked about this many times over the last seven years of this show that I don't want to like there's obviously there's no end to new material, but it feels like there's been a lot of let's go back to things that we know have worked in the past instead of like branching out and trying a lot more new things. Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. They knew in the past, Lord of the Rings worked. Did it work this time? Jury's still completely out. We've talked and highlighted the last couple of weeks about the decline in viewership. Well, I mean, isn't that also what the Orville is? It's like it's kind of Star Trek, but they're kind of making fun of it? Oh, yeah, it's 100% what the Orville... I mean, that's Star Trek satire, and it does, and that show does decently well. But, I mean, the same thing with Harry Potter. And then, I mean, to an extent, some of like the stuff with Creed, but like it's a different twist on the original source material. I could totally watch that movie again. That movie's so good. It just, w- which with Galaxy all three Quest, of them, oh, Galaxy, I thought just, you were talking about Creed.
0: Just makes you feel good at the end of watching that movie. Like you've had a fun time. I love Sigourney Weaver. That mm. she's, She is so fun. But, Even Tim Allen's fun. Oh yeah. Playing like a Shatner type.
1: Exactly. I'm just, I'm saying that in general, we are, we see a lot of things kind of come full circle, cycle back around and.
0: Yeah, that's been the last 20 years
1: what else happened this week well you tell me oh gatekeeper of the news uh there's another
0: walking dead series coming and i just more wrote this down it was like another one another spin off show didn't we talk about this last week no this oh. this happened yesterday i so lose
1: no. track of all the zombie apocalypse shows
0: and this one's gonna be a working title because mo- there was tales from the walking dead but this one is a different kind of show called more tales from the walking dead
1: oh ooh! so you know it's different And this
0: one it's like, instead of just being an anthology show, it's going to be Can-
1: shorts within an episode. That's oh, it.
0: So you mean... Six episodes of just shorts.
1: So it's like a mix of, like, Walking Dead, Twilight Zone, and Tales from the Crypt Keeper? Yeah, I guess. Like,
0: maybe you'll have three episodes, or three stories in one episode.
1: Just, Remember <laughs> that book, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, and then the bat, the follow-up book, More of Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? It's That's what it feels like. Why can't we get, like, the sauntering dead, the jogging dead? And last bit of news...
0: Uh, Stephen King's The Boogeyman had a uh, trailer drop. I don't know. Yeah. Well, here's where I, um, I get a little worried about this one. Uh, the director is pretty well regarded within the horror community, but the guys that wrote it are the guys who uh, just wrote 65, and that went over like a lead balloon. And also, the story they're basing this thing on is like 10 pages. Yeah. Okay? you pull pulling out, when you say based on the story by Stephen King- that is loose. It is a ten-page story. This is—I mean—it's going to be at least a ninety-minute movie. I'm missing about eighty pages there.
1: Oh, ooh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I mean, the trailer looks fine, and like the director's hyping it up, and some of the people in it are hyping it up. But I mean, that's not a surprise. That's what you do. No one goes into a movie saying, "Like, you know what, this one sucks." <laughs> hey,
1: I'd love to see someone market the movie like, "Listen, our movie's going to suck. Don't come see it." And it's like reverse psychology, and everyone's like, "Oh, this." Well, that was like Shia LaBeouf and yeah. Crystal Skull.
0: And then Harrison Ford's like, he's an idiot, which I left. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's little kids being scared of monster in the closet. Could be good. But I mean, like I just maybe if 65 had done any better, which I mean, certainly doesn't all come down to the writers. But that was uh, also just like such a spectacular failure, which feels like such an easy concept. Adam Driver, he's just going to shoot some dinosaurs. Mm, yeah. Seems pretty
1: easy. Yeah, Just time travel and kill some dinos. What's I, wrong with that?
0: He's an alien. He's just an alien that looks like a human. Oh, he is. So yeah, sorry to spoil the movie. That, uh, okay, that, so he's that nobody saw.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Well, there you go.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I thought it was time travel too. I thought it was just like Planet of the Apes, but it's dinosaurs, which doesn't sound like a hard concept. Whatever. I don't know the boogeyman. Maybe I'll probably check it when it comes to like Redbox or some kind of streaming platform where I only got to pay a couple of bucks. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I do not have the anticipation for this one. All right, that's it for the news. So we're gonna move on from there. To weird movie
1: facts. Ooh.
0: <laughs> Here are some weird comic facts. Prepare accordingly.
1: I'm gonna make some weird shit. It's pretty freaky, but it's safe. Like the fact that Renfield is losing hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, I am making it Dracula this week. Okay. So I want to hear um,
0: whatever happened to Bella Lugosi's capes. Also, how many are in existence? That I don't know. Okay. But what happened to them? So one cape, which I believe was from the Dracula movie because Bela Lugosi played Dracula only two times once in 1931's Dracula and then also um in the comedy crossover movie Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein who's on first who's in the casket it's, it's a pretty fun movie I like it a lot I and, do like Abbott and Costello yeah they got like everyone back for that movie including like Vincent Price is the invisible man even though he played the invisible man in the uh, second movie not the first one but still fun he has a more recognizable voice than Claude Rains, anyway well anywho so but uh, you can't see him I know it was just like a cigarette in a boat
1: That's kind of badass. (laughs) Just (laughs) like,
0: oh, we were escaping in this rowboat. Nobody gets. Like, hello, boys.
1: Oh, no, it's here.
0: I need to work on my Vincent Price. Clearly. (laughs) You know, I have a starting place. Uh, I mean, just saying hello, boys, was going to be a starting place. It might be closer. One of the capes ended up in the Academy Museum. It was originally put up for auction. Then, uh, whatever, this is going back a ways. It would probably sell now, but um, it didn't uh, reach their minimum for what the family was willing to sell it for Lugosi's estate so they ended up uh, just donating it to the academy museum good mm-hmm. place for it but he has another cape that he was buried with Ah, not his decision also the family at the time they're like yeah sure throw this in
1: <laughs> was he wearing it or did he just like drape it in there
0: on him couldn't tell you the status of his corpse <laughs> musty um, <laughs> Yeah, but this one This isn't confirmed, but the rumor is that uh, that's from the one that he wore in uh, Abbott Costello meet Frankenstein and also uh, what he wore in uh, his last filmed role in what is lovingly referred to as the worst movie of all time, Plan 9 from Outer Space, where the director Ed Wood just kind of shot him like Mm -hmm. doing stuff silently. It's like, oh, look, there he is picking flowers. Oh, look, there he is in the Dracula cape in a field for some reason. And put like, oh, we watched that for the show, didn't we? Uh, yeah sure i think i think we did uh, probably it was like chris it's like the world of tomorrow will be here today and like all that like weird intro and outro oh yes i do yeah, remember. Yeah, yes right. yes but um so yeah we have talked about that movie but supposedly or rumor has it that it, he is buried with a cape that it might be the cape from uh abadicus tell frankenstein slash plan nine those are a dracula cape facts
1: i feel feel great that you've draped your knowledge on me i uh you really encapsulated that Awful. Yeah. All right, so You could from... really stick your fangs into that one. Could you call it um, Could you call it Batty Facts? I recognize that face. That's the face of one or two more of those, and I'm going to reach across this couch <laughs> and slap the taste out of your fucking mouth.
0: No, this is me trying to think of a transition.
1: Oh. Oh, that's plenty more time for me to come up with some Dracula cape puns. You could say that the status of the cape is cloaked in mystery. So well, it hurts
0: when Dracula bites you to <laughs> someone... With the name Hurts also getting a massive contract, to sign for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line.
1: It's time for another Jared Sports Report. One of the worst I've ever done. That's saying something, because you've had some real losers. Uh have some real winners, too. It's playoff season, everybody. We'll start, though, uh, non-playoff stories. Red Sox picking up three out of four over the weekend against the the Angels over the weekend. Good job for them as they uh, try and keep going. They're living right around 500. That's about all I can say about the Red Sox. A couple big wins over the weekend, and they're just continuing to kind of float in mediocrity. Boston Bruins win game one of the Stanley Cup quarterfinals against the Florida Panthers. Uh, Game two coming up later on this week. If you're not listening to the show the day we record it, which you can if you Get the Patreon. It's just a dollar a month. Like that shameless plug to get us a little Mm. cashola. I would like some cash. I'm sure you would. Uh so we've got the Bruins. Patrice Bergeron's been out with uh, what they say is illness, but people think it might be a lingering hammy or quad issue. Uh, but hey, 3 1 win over the Panthers in game one of their series. You also have the Boston Marathon that occurred. Um, can't remember who won it. It was the defending champion. I should look that up, but Boston Marathon happened. In the cold and rain, Zdeno Chara ran in that. You might remember him as the former Boston Bruins captain. He uh, ran a pretty good time. Of course, in order to run a good time, you got to have a good watch. The time you're running, no, not working for you, no, no. Okay, uh, OTAs have started. Here's some big news from the NFL. Remember Demar Hamlin? Yes, he has been fully cleared for all football activities. I would be so gun-shy going back. I would think so, but he is fully cleared. He is participating in some of the OTAs that the Bills have going on, optional team at, uh, activities, I workouts. I died. Yeah, He literally died, and yet he's back at it. So, you know, good for him. We'll see how that all plays out if he's able to, like you said, I think there's got to be some level of hesitation for that first hit. Not only for him hitting somebody the first time, but think about the guy who is going to hit him for the first time. Yeah. Uh, y- you know, I'm less concerned about that guy. <laughs> no, but <laughs> but you got to think that guy's like, how hard do I hit him? Do I hit him like I normally would? Do I lay off a little bit? If I lay off, is he gonna lay like? There's a lot. There's a lot to that first hit, you know. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but of course, they won't have any live contact or full contact hitting for quite a while, uh, probably until August. Uh, they don't really usually do much in the way of of heavy contact in the OTAs. Uh, the collective bargaining agreement is set up in a way that that will not allow it to happen. And finally, Philly spent a dollar or two. Oh, yeah. Just a couple bucks. Just a few. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is not hurting for money now. I'll tell you that. What was
0: that like 450 over five years? Was yeah. That's it?
1: It a lot of money. A lot of money. Oh, did, did we talk about that Odell Beckham Jr. has signed with the Ravens? No. Of course, they haven't signed their quarterback, Lamar Jackson, yet. So who knows? But he did sign with the Ravens. Uh, yeah, and that brings us to the NBA, Boston Celtics, a 1-0 series lead, uh, game two on Tuesday the 17th, that's today, when we're recording, so by the time you listen to this, if you're not a Patreon member, or maybe you are a Patreon member in the time. Oh, I'm watching the show,
0: I'm watching the game first, then I'll edit.
1: Okay, well, chances are, when you're listening to this, the Celtics up two games to none over the Um. Lineup.
0: So, the name of the game of the playoffs right now is injury. Yes. My God, everyone's going down. Oh, well. John Morant goes down questionable if he's playing a, he'll be a game two decision how's
1: that load management working out everybody
0: well, I mean, he he went down and he started yelling hard like immediately Giannis went down fell on his ass hurt his back
1: well Draymond Green
0: got a little tangled up with DeMontis Sabonis and then just stomped on his chest
1: yeah that yeah that was pretty Draymond Green though said it uh, or, or was it um, somebody else from the Warriors was like well maybe he got his feelings hurt he was grabbing his leg doesn't like excuse the kicking back, but yeah, still, yeah.
0: Sabonis definitely goes to uh, grab Draymond's leg and versus just like getting free of it, he's like, you know, in his post game presser, which I'm surprised he did, Now uh, he's like, I'm not that flexible. Where was my foot supposed to go? And at the end, he's like, you know, it's just a fun, it's a fun game and a fun atmosphere. We're just trying to have fun out there. I'm like, you could be such a pedantic dick, yeah. <laughs> he can also be incredibly affable and engaging, but boy, when draymond wants to get shitty draymond gets shitty oh yeah 100%. sometimes it, sometimes it's the playoff and you're punching lebron sometimes it's the playoffs and he's punching steven adams in the nuts <laughs> which is hilarious but yeah uh, sabonis uh, got an x-ray afterwards like to check out his lungs <laughs> and i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen there is he gonna get suspended maybe tyler hero's done uh, for the heat hurt his hand and paul george is out for the entire first round if the clippers move on a lot Ooh. of injuries going on yeah tons uh i guess quick rundown uh, surprising one 76 uh, 76- this one's not surprising i don't know why okay. i sorry Seventy uh, 76ers are currently one up over the nets N- no wait they're 2-0 now uh, not a surprise they're probably gonna sweep them yeah Nets might get a game celtics up 1-0 on the hawks again not surprising it's so funny listening to national media like they want to talk about every other series except this one because they're all like it's boring and no one cares
1: <laughs> i mean jalen brown did have a little bit of fumble rooskies the other night though Oh, he, he set the tone for the game. He had to steal first possession. True, but, I mean, he still struggles sometimes with handling the ball in traffic. He did have a couple of nice backdoor cut jams, he, though. He also opened up his hand, which is stitched. I When I was watching the game and he dunked, I said, and that's how you water your
0: plants. Uh, Knicks, one up over the Cavs. That series could... I'm probably going to go with the Cavs, but it could go either way. Yep. Uh, Clippers over the Suns. That was a surprising one. And that's without Paul George, but Kawhi just took over that series. I. It, Everyone's a Can he really of take December. over a
1: series in one game? I feel like... Well, he took over the game. Okay, so yeah. Doesn't mean he's taking over the series. He's going to do that like on a couple, like two or three games.
0: Uh, the unsurprising one, Nuggets over the Wolves. Yeah, that's not going to go anywhere. The fun one. Yes. Kings up 2-0 on Golden State. Ah, Sacramento. Light the beam. I mean, Golden State's been down 2-0 yeah. before and come back. So, I mean, I would I would not count them out of it, but boy, it would be fun. Uh, Lakers up... 1-0 on the grizz that's a little surprising but you know not they it was never going to be like a sweep by any stretch and uh the, the big surprise is heater up uh 1-0 on the bucks because the heat are terrible
1: again <laughs> it's one game in a seven game series i know but
0: still there's there's some surprises in there
1: like but, said, a lot of I injuries mean, hey road team winning game one that gives them home court advantage for the rest of the series
0: and that's about it that's All basketball right, there you go a lot of games on right now i'm enjoying it all right, that'll do it uh, for sports reports. So, we're going to move on from there to screaming. It's streaming.
1: So, you're saying the universe created a sitcom starring two Avengers?
0: Nope. We're screaming at streaming.
1: So, let's not waste another minute. Settle in, sharpen your pencils,
0: and check this out. Ah, <sighs> no Mando talk this week. Thank God. <laughs> have you even watched the episode yet? No. <laughs> well, you have to for next week because yes. there's two of them. I'm going to power watch it tomorrow i'm just gonna suffer through it and quite a bit of reading for next week i got a lot to do don't i <laughs> just throwing it out there because well, i know you're going away for the weekend i'll
1: start reading soon <laughs> i'd recommend it
0: <laughs> all right
1: let's talk the
0: penultimate episode of star trek picard
1: well we've discovered the nefarious plot excuse me for let me smug for a second well 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 i'd like to point out that you <laughs> I, and I was both right have... about everything
0: oh by the way i'm rewatching the season you were wrong about 10 forward what? What do you mean I'm wrong about Ten Forward? It wasn't a simulation when they first met. It wasn't? No. They oh. they have an establishing shot of the city, and uh. then they go in. So, no, you were wrong. No, I brought up Ten Forward after that. You said, were they on the Titan, or were they in San Francisco?
1: Oh, that's right. And I said they're in San Francisco. But I also said that Ten Forward was going to play a role, the yeah. Ten Forward bar, and it did. You're trying to save some face here, but... No, I think... <laughs> I think You that were you wrong, are, son. I think that you're getting really... like You're narrowing up the slits on the strainer here instead of leaving it the same as it ever was. You said, is it this? I said, no. And then you said I was right. And then on my rewatch, I'm saying, no, you were wrong. No, but you also texted me and said you were right about 10 forward later in the show.
0: I do, I'm sorry I didn't remember an establishing
1: shot. No, I was talking about in general that that place was going to... Because it was in the end credits. Do you want me to pull the audio? The, whatever. <laughs> Okay, whatever. I will do it out you of You can't spite. let me have my moment. I predicted the Tasha Yar thing. I predicted a couple other things. So you can Ligma, okay? So, yeah, I mean, everything I predicted, I was right, which means I want to make no episode 10
0: predictions, so I just, you know, they, go on top.
1: No, this show continues to just,
0: I love it so much. So, the, I mean, we open up, we the, find out our big bad is the Borg. Yeah. It, we set up um, in episode four that, like, Didn't I mention the Borg last week? I don't remember. I think I did. Pull the audio. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it was established in episode four that like the regular Borg are still out there. like Those weird, friendly Borg from last season or from a different timeline and yeah. they're doing their own thing. But I love, I, yeah, the idea. And it also makes first contact work a little bit better. It's like, why is he able to hear them?
1: Oh, yeah. Now uh, we know. And they didn't retcon anything with it. It was just like, oh, yeah, now we're going to explain this thing that we never really knew. Well, I mean, it is a retcon because they're like, oh, by the way, you never had um your... Aromatic syndrome. Yeah. It's, yeah, but it's like, it is a it's not a retcon to reestablish anything or change much. It's just like, yeah, so this is why we thought you had aromatic syndrome, but you didn't.
0: Yeah. It all works. Um, and in my rewatch, something that I've, found very enjoyable is how often how weird like the transporters are
1: oh yeah because they got the different transporter noise like it's the old noise Well,
0: because no, there's like um the first changeling, like, they're finally like why would a changeling be a masquerading as a transporter tech and then later on yeah. when um when rolarin comes over it's like why are they in a shuttle why aren't they using the transporters so they've been like setting up there's something weird with the transporters yeah like right out of the gate which i've uh, been enjoying on my little rewatch before the finale Pulaski and mccoy were right <laughs> yeah apparently <laughs> but only, i mean they'd be fine because they were old as shit
1: that's a good point what i think is amazing about this like i don't know if i want to call it a twist but this plot point this like underlying theme is that like again it kind of goes back to a little bit of the all good things and that captain picard is in a way like tangentially responsible for the destruction of something that he cares very much about starfleet the federation and that like the borg had a plan to assimilate all along. So I think that's just, I don't know, it's incredible storytelling. It's incredible job of pulling back some, like pulling the right strings from previous threads and weaving together just an amazing tapestry that this show has been.
0: We got a return of an old next generation character. She was only in there for two episodes, but they're two of the biggies.
1: Mm-hmm. Shelly's
0: back, no longer commander, now an admiral. No longer alive. And <laughs> yeah, they toast her ass. <laughs> oh, there she is. Yeah, hey, she's gone. Yeah, I love,
1: I love my series of text messages to you around that. Like Shelby. Oh, she's dead. <laughs> yeah, it was fun to see her. It's
0: like, oh man. And then, they,
1: like, she gets caught up like in this whole Borg plot, and that's what oh, yeah. brings her down. Like, ah, sucks to be you. It does. Yeah. Oops. I th- so much for knowing everything here, Shelby. I wonder. In your Borg task I mean, force, there's isn't an- outside chance that she's still alive but i think it'd be much funnier if they brought I, her back just to kill i also her think it's fantastic that she always like she was part of her story arc was gunning for riker's job and eventually be captain of the enterprise and yet she gets to be captain of the enterprise i like the i like the uh redesign of the
0: enterprise f i was hoping yeah. we were gonna see that which was cool to see until they done blowed it up <laughs> yeah it got taken over. Well, it's not blown up it just got taken over yeah she did she gone. most of uh starfleet is dead it seems they really killed a lot of them.
1: Yes. Or took over the youth. Or like they they um, they re, they recapture a ship and the Borg are like, nope, blow it up. <laughs> I don't know why that did that. I don't want that. Stop it. What are you doing?
0: Why don't you just get off your phone? No, it just
1: popped up on my phone.
0: Oh, how did it pop up if you didn't have your phone in your hand? Because I
1: was responding to a text message and the text message had
0: audio in it. It's my bad. I'm sorry. Oh, it just popped up. This thing I'm holding. So, I mean, I do like the Borg taking over, like in, like setting up the whole, like, oh, the whole fleet communicates, except for these ships that are offline. Yes. Poor Shaw. Oh. I had an audible, now.
1: Yeah. When that happened, I was like, ah! I liked him. I love that last line. You have the concept of nine. Like, he was a really good character. I enjoyed the hell out of him. Yeah.
0: I also, um, I mean, you can see what the show is doing. They're like, look, we have these other characters. But we're going to just shunt them off over here and, you know, we're just yeah. going to let the the next generation cast uh, take it from here.
1: Oh, but I love, like, I love the explanation of, like, which, what, the saucer section? Oh, yeah, we picked that up off of reading three. We couldn't leave it. Yeah. <laughs> Prime, Prime directive. Yeah, yeah. so we get our big reveal, our, like, our second big reveal of the episode. I mean, we knew it was coming. There's but n- still. There
0: was no way they weren't, especially after the episode where they introduced Jordy and... His daughter's like, are
1: you farting? No, I'm just like leaning back and enjoying, like just reminiscing about, no, if I were, I'd aim it at you, you (laughs) sick bastard. But the music cues, the nostalgia, the unbelievable levels of nostalgia. When's the last time we saw the classic Bridge of the Enterprise? It was in All Good Things. And even then we had three different versions of the Bridge of the Enterprise. Like this is the classic height of Star Trek Next Generation Bridge of the Enterprise.
0: I did like the carpet line. Oh, that, well, that was that hilarious.
1: Uh, it was, everything I've remembered, even with being with you now, it's the carpet. <laughs> I'm gonna say. <laughs> I love how they explain like they got the um they got the star drive section from the USS Franklin. Like just the explanation and all of it, like just tremendous, tremendous storytelling. I love like again, all the use of different things. Jordy like keeping it as a secret. Uh, I loved getting the old
0: computer voice back. Oh, Um, yes. Majel Bear, I think was the last name. Yes. Jean Roddenberry's wife. wife. Yep, Yep. And she was in every uh, Star Trek iteration, like, into the J.J. Abrams movies. Yes. Before she passed away. Fun game to recycle that old audio. Oh. Which I think that was my favorite little Easter egg, because it's small, but, like, when you hear, like, oh,
1: shit. Yeah, but when it happened, like, uh, like, I did a quick double take, but it felt so natural. I love that he's like, I accept the field demotion. And know. it's like, we don't care about you as an admiral. Well, it's because the ship doesn't know. Like, that's another... I know,
0: but everyone else, everyone else just calls him captain
1: anyway. Yeah, but that's a nice little piece of, like, honoring the reality of that universe that they've created by saying, oh, yeah, like, this ship is analog, it's offline, it's not connected to the others. I love the little shirt pull at the end. He's not even in his uniform. He still has to do the shirt oh, pull. Oh, the Picard maneuver. Pull it down. <laughs> and we're off. But I... Also, what I love is that they what did essentially do? what what did Worf do? I don't do? know what he did to the Enterprise E, but it wasn't good. Also, here's a I, I like all their like little field jackets that they're
0: wearing, but I'm everyone's wearing yellow. I'm curious why Worf doesn't have a red one. Like, why isn't he? If he went into command, if you like, we've seen that he has the four pips. But now we know he was the captain of the Enterprise. Mm. Why is his jacket yellow?
1: I think probably because when he went back to Starfleet Intelligence, he transitioned back into yellow. He's still a captain. He's still wearing his pips. Yeah, well, I mean, Jordy is a Commodore, which is one level above captain. He's still wearing yellow. Just saying. Using your logic.
0: Yeah, I mean a lot of those colors were made sense some of the time.
1: Nah, yeah. Partially. Just I also love like the that. blue ones are pretty consistent. I beyond love that. <laughs> I love the shot where they're all back at their state. Like that is the original where they were up. Jordy was at navigation he was at the con except for crusher who just kind of wander in sometimes
0: sometimes she had that little seat to the side
1: yeah she did have that little seat to the (laughs) side but wharf back behind the
0: banister he's been really such a delight like again do it like the rewatch like he just has so many funny lines he's just he's Mm. killing it just oh god well michael doran's been begging to play wharf again for years Brent spy i love um new sassy data oh yes sassy (laughs) data is awesome he had some of the best lines of the episode greatly enjoying him yeah I hope we die quickly. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, recreating the bridge uh, took four months. To Makes build, sense to build that up. Yeah. And like recreating it exactly.
1: Can you imagine the level of like nostalgia and just like overwhelming memories for them to walk back onto that set? Had to be yeah, incredible. It's,
0: yeah, it's gotta be weird. I mean, this show likes to tell you up and down that it's been 35 years. Boy, yeah. they can't—they can't not tell you that it's been 35 years.
1: It has. It's been a long <laughs> time. They
0: like to tell you a lot, though.
1: Well, it's only been, it's only really been 30 years since the show went off the air, because it went off the air in 94, so 29 years, coming up on the 30th anniversary.
0: Of, and, but they, it's like, oh, this started 30, like, oh, my, my friend from 35 years ago, My, you think I'm going to betray my friends? It's been 35 years. Well, I
1: mean, the series started 35 years ago. I know, ago, they just but, say it a lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Stop saying how long you've been around. We know. I can look at these people and be yep. like, they're very old.
1: Can I start talk, like, referencing things that we've done like, 15, 20 years ago? You don't got to tell me how long ago it was, though. Like, remember 2005? Like, yeah, probably. Yeah, well, I think it would have more gravitas if I'm like, remember that thing that happened 28 years ago? Or No, I'd be annoyed. Yes. (laughs) Also, it wouldn't be 28 years ago. It would be 18 years ago.
0: I mean, it's set itself up. I like that these last two are just kind of like their own, like, one last little movie. Yeah. And every episode has like escalated with its big reveal of bringing like people back slowly getting them together getting data back and now getting them on the bridge like every reveal has built
1: so this does set some stuff up for you know transwarp conduit stuff which is all from voyager so i think we still have a chance to get janeway yeah i think we'll see a little janeway
0: well especially we know tuvok is going to be in the next episode so now here's that's that's nothing like Tim Russ literally said, I'm in two episodes, and there's only one to go, so gee, by process of elimination,
1: I've narrowed it down. Here's a thought. Here's a question. Do they potentially grab other ships from the Fleet Museum that would be offline, like the Voyager, like the Defiant? Wouldn't you love to see Worf hop back in the Defiant?
0: No, I think I'd rather just him stay at the Bridge of the Enterprise. That's fair, but I'm
1: just saying, could you
0: imagine those? Is there...
1: I don't know, but there's... There's
0: got to be, like... How long is this episode going to be? I feel like there's a lot of real estate they got to get through. There's a lot
1: of real estate to get through. And I was about to ask, do they risk one more big oh shit moment?
0: I think there's I think there's going to be a lot of those in this. And this is hard because it's been a great season. And I have no reason to think that they won't stick the landing, but it's been so good. And there's been so much buildup of this like... Can you deliver? That is a big ask.
1: I think that they can, and I think that they will. I hope so. They this, haven't yet. It would be so def- it would be so deflating if it ended and you're like, oh, that's it? I don't I think I hope it's gonna be good. I hope it's I remember, gonna be. Remember, this has all kind of happened over the span of like four days. If but, that it's been a weird week. It's been a it's been a hell of a week. <laughs> yeah, I do not I mean this episode like probably
0: has my favorite moments because it gets them all back and it's
1: they're all back on the bridge of the enterprise and you're just like it built to that and it was I, it was earned. I was so happy.
0: I mean, it was obvious, but it was earned. So I don't care that like I knew it was coming a million miles away. Can we talk about the
1: fact that I sent you a self a, a glossy eyed selfie during that? Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, I forgot you. Did I, that. I was so happy. <laughs> uh, all right, it's that, the face of a happy, happy man.
0: That is Picard. It continues to be great. We'll see how uh, the finale goes. Hope it's great too. I hope. How long is this thing going to be though? Like seriously, like it can't be like a forty minute episode.
1: It's, I'm thinking it's going to be like. 75 minutes? I don't know. Look how happy that man is. Great. All right. That'll do it for Picard. We're going to move on from there
0: to a Batman comic. Batman. Batman. In color. Batman.
1: It's Jared Greening
0: Corner. All right. What we are talking this week is the new Batman series that's kicked off as, you know, there always seems to be uh, new people coming onto this book. That's actually not true. Usually Batman writers have about a five-year run. Uh, The guy before this like, was in there pretty quickly. It was a very short run. Uh, but all right, for this is Chip Zdarsky with art by Jorge Menes. Um, This is also going back to last week. I know we were talking about, like, um indie books to look for. Go mm-hmm. look up uh, Chip Zdarsky's stuff. Like, before he got into, like, doing, like, Daredevil and Batman, like, he was doing a lot of really interesting um independent work. Like, go check out Sex Criminals or something if you're looking for a good indie book. Mm-hmm. It's, every time they have sex, they stop time, and then they could do
1: crime within that there you go so by the way i just found out it's going to be one hour the finale oh. and the showrunner calls it a very full hour <laughs> but <laughs> anyway sorry back to this so yeah, we're we uh, kicking off a new era of batman kind of in
0: i mean i guess we're still calling it the rebirth era there was uh tom king then uh james tinney the fourth was in there now we got zadarsky and it's still following up with that uh what the, kind of the setup is um in a previous arc, uh, Batman's money was all taken away. So now he he's just a poor boy. How many
1: times has that happened to him? I don't know. Quite a few. <laughs> Guy guy's a billionaire and can't manage his money. He's like it's like he's put out like his job is to put out movies like Renfield.
0: But I mean I guess that's kind of like the basic backup of this. All right. As this is a Jared's reading corner.
1: Oh, oh. It's my turn now? Yeah. Oh, excellent. So yeah, Batman is broke and rich people across the city are dying. If they have uh, as we come to find out, there's a man behind the mayhem, and his name is Penguin. He's been setting people up that have over $5 million to die, and one of those people just so happens to be a close friend or former close friend of Bruce Wayne's, who helped cement his Playboy status back in the day. So in the process... I guess
0: Penguin has both of his eyes again. Jason Todd shot him in the head, and he lost an eye. Surprisingly, just an eye, considering he shot him in the brain. Yeah, but I well, guess he has two eyes again.
1: But Penguin is also dying of, uh, of mercury poisoning. But... Before we get to that, the only reason we know that Penguin is dying is because Batman's in the same hospital where it's not Jason it's Jason. Jason no. no, it's Tim. Tim Drake. Timothy. Yeah, he gets shot in the neck.
0: Yeah. And that's kind of a weird plot point. I don't know if this got followed up somewhere else. Uh yeah, they're out uh investigating the iceberg lounge. Tim gets yeah. shot through the neck and it's like, oh man, another Robin's going down. I didn't really think but like then the tension becomes there's no time to get him Leslie Tompkins. I can't do anything about this. We have to go to the hospital. And Oracle's other, she's like, Bruce, you can't bring him to the hospital. If you do, then they'll discover his secret identity and yours. And then that just goes away.
1: Yeah. He still gets him to the hospital. I know, but, like, what the Batman just just (laughs) brings in this half-naked young boy. Oh, he's been shot in the neck. Like, I don't know if that was followed up, like, in a different book. Because, I mean. Well, I I, mean, spoiler alert, he's back later on in the.
0: I know, but, like, it's just, it felt weird. Like, it was set up, and it must have been followed up on in a different book to, like, Mm -hmm. Round out that plot point because it just goes away. Yes, and he's fine.
1: I mean, you can get shot in the neck and survive. Yeah, but the whole
0: like secret identity thing. Yeah, that just it went away. I'm like, okay, this. Mu- it's annoying to read stuff like that because I'm not picking up every. You know, book connected to Batman. I'm not picking up like all the Justice Leagues. I'm not picking up the multiple Robin books. Like, no. I'm not picking up Detective or the 8 million miniseries. Like, I'm reading Nightwig and I'm reading Batman. So mm-hmm. it's like, ah, oh, I guess we're just um, missing out on this. Yes, but, pretty much. Just, I don't know. It bugs so, me. Anyway. <laughs> but that, that's a comics thing.
1: So during the time, Batman's able to find out who exactly is behind all of this. It's the penguin. He finds the penguin and come to find out the penguin is dying of mercury poisoning. And to make matters worse for Batman, Penguin says, screw it all, and eats a pill and dies. But a nurse walks in as Batman is like, you know, throttling Penguin, like, you can't kill yourself. And yet there he is. He's dead. And now Batman, much like in the Dark Knight movie series, is labeled as a murderer. He's never wanted to be a killer. And this sets in in motion a, a whole series of events.
0: Fail safe.
1: Yes, which was of Bruce's own design. We have a flashback he's talking to Superman about why he was kicked out of the Justice League of America because he had files on all the members of the Justice League and ways to beat them.
0: Yeah, this is going back to the Tower of Babel story from yes. the JLA book from the late 90s. Oh,
1: you mean the one that you have pulled out on your bookshelf to finish reading? Yeah. There we go. See, I know I saw that. I'm like, "Oh, I recognize that because that's where Batman got himself in some trouble." But Batman also tells Superman that he also has created a way like a recognition of how to beat Batman himself and it just so happens to be failsafe this robot who can anticipate and and guess and counteract every one of Batman's moves but not just Batman's moves also because Batman figured if I'd gone to the point where I can't I can't be contained nobody on the justice league can beat me but they're going to try and stop this from killing me so I'm going to make it so we can kick their ass too So really, Bruce has created the most perfect enemy that cannot be beaten because it's just so far ahead of everybody else. And the one key from stopping it is dead because there's no Alfred.
0: Yeah, Bane broke his neck a while ago.
1: Yeah. So Batman, like an idiot, does not put a failsafe on the failsafe, and he's in a lot of trouble.
0: And then we get the reintroduction. It's been a while since we've seen him. The Batman of Zerena. What -hmm. is the Batman of Zerena, you ask?
1: I did ask that, and you're like, oh, I don't really know. No, I didn't. Well, you were very nonchalant about it. No, I know exactly what it is. Oh, could you please tell me?
0: <laughs> so this is going back a ways. This is like 2008-ish. Um, well, even before that, when the run kicked off, uh, when writer Grant Morrison was on Batman for, like I said, about five years, a little bit longer with some spinoff stuff. But he basically approached Batman as everything that ever happened to this character happened. Like, he didn't approach it as, oh, there was the Golden Age, there was the Silver Age, there was this reboot, there was this retcon, whatever. Basically, if it was on the page, Grant Morrison said it happened. And that's how he approached his Batman. Uh, There was one time in 1958 in Batman number 113 okay, where uh, Batman went to space, as you do. He goes to the
1: space of this very book. Yes, he does. Well, that's because he's able to lure Failsafe. I mean, everybody tries to kick Failsafe's ass and protect Batman. You get Nightwing, so you got- uh... you the
0: explanation of Zerena? Oh, yes, please. Because yes. I, look, I look halfway through oh, it. Oh, okay, sorry. But he finds this um, the Batman on this planet, Zerena. He's like, I'm the Batman of Zerena, he has that weird like multicolored costume. Mm. Then in uh, Grant Morrison's run, uh, Batman R.I.P., uh, we learn that Batman uh, has created his own, for lack of a better term, Failsafe with it himself, basically- if Bat like Bruce Wayne Batman becomes so mentally broken, he's developed a second backup personality that is just like Batman at his pure essence. Like mm. none of the humanity of Bruce, no nothing. Like he is just there to kick ass and uh look like he took all of his clothes out of a dumpster because that's what happened in the two thousand eight one. He just looks like trash
1: Batman. But he's back, but, baby. But it we get we purple and yellow ways. We get the classic like I'm Batman and it's like the up close face with the gritted teeth and just looking very menacing.
0: But there you go. That's that's your uh, who, who the Batman of Zeranah is. All
1: right. Thank you very much. You know, sometimes I have moments where I'm like, oh, maybe I'll be the Jared of Zeranah today. I have, you know, personalities stuck back there. No? What would your condensed personality be? Someone who advocates for themselves. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, the Batman of Zeranah, he's out there. And the whole Justice League, you know, is trying to help. You know, you've, you've got Oracle, You've got Martian Manhunter is there. Uh, good old... Dick Grayson shows up as Nightwing. Superman shows up. Superman even shows up. He's but like, this I'm is... here to save the day. I stab me with kryptonite. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> Batman's like, well, I know that I put some kryptonite in there. So sucks this. Can you imagine Superman's like, Bruce, you are the absolute fucking worst. So we gotta go protect Superman. That doesn't work. But guess who <laughs> guess who comes to help save them in that moment? Green Arrow, he comes flying in, gets them on the jet. Tim Drake gets them to the Fortress of Solitude, where Batman. Oh, well, Batman jumps out midway, and he goes to Atlantis, and he's there for like two weeks, convalescing. Well, Superman's in the Fortress of Solitude in the solar chamber getting himself back in order, and Batman's like, well, uh, see, the the funny thing is here, Arthur, uh, he probably knows I'm here, and Arthur's like, oh, so he's coming to Atlantis. Nice. You are the absolute worst, Batman. Where can you go now? I don't know. Space. Space. <laughs> so he goes to the Justice League tower or um, whatever that's the watch called. Watchtower. The Watchtower. Which just so happens to kind of be very phallic on the surface of the moon, and he's able to trans—he tries to reverse the transporter out there to suck out into space uh, our boy, the failsafe. And what's Bruce's solution? He falls from the moon. He blows up the entire tower. Well, he does do that, and the explosion
0: (laughs) propels him back towards Earth. Which this is so silly. It's so so epic, outlandish. (laughs) Batman's able to control his fall from space and because of um, the trunks that have been returned to him, there was that period of time where he wasn't wearing them anymore. He's like, I told Clark the trunks were a good idea because they're so heat resistant. I guess from, I don't know, his throbbing member, he covers his face and is able to re-enter Earth's atmosphere. So, so apparently, apparently Batman's Superman underwear protect him on his way back in. I just love that. He was like in space, trunks off, trunks on the face. He's like the, the suit will be able to deal with the reentry, but like there's literally nothing
1: covering my face. So deal with that. Well, no, he had a mask on, but the mask oh, was yeah, yeah. But what? Yeah, he steals oxygen from the side of a ship. It's not as protective as his underwear. <laughs> Love it. In all of the things I've ever read for comic books, this one was one of those you expect me. I know these are fun, but you expect me to relieve my. You're like get beyond my suspension of belief. Like yeah. Yeah. He jumped from the moon. He didn't really technically jump. He got blown up off the moon. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, also, dude, it it takes like four or five days to travel to the moon. Actually, that's yeah, like three days, three or four days to travel from the moon to Earth or Earth to the moon in a spaceship. You're telling me he did it like in, an, in 11 hours, how fast he was moving? Again, Batman. my suspension of disbelief, even when in the panel he... Like, Tim's like, what happened to you? And he goes, fell from the moon. It's like, and we just move on from this? Like, this isn't a thing? Um, I'm without, I don't want to go all the way into the end. And by the way, that there's, uh,
0: we're only covering part of this story because it does continue on a little bit with a Catwoman side quest also involving the penguin and a few other odds and ends. But yeah, Batman uh, has successfully returned from the moon. And from- have a
1: big showdown with Failsafe.
0: But what I like, something I really like about this, and something that uh, Batman comics can get away from at certain points reality of <laughs> well they're... i like the combination of batman and robin like and honestly like whatever combination of batman and robin that is whether it's you know, batman and nightwing batman and red hood batman and i guess there are two robins now between uh tim and damian but like i like that combination there's something fun and classic about it and there's i really like tim in that role like i mean he's i mean people can you know have their own opinions and arguments but a lot of I'd say there's a large consensus that Tim is the best Robin, so I like yes. seeing them together. I like seeing them do things. I mean, Tim is often off either in solo books or in other team books or just shows up as part of like the ensemble of like, hey, Bruce, you know, oh, man, the chips are down, but here we all are, and everyone shows up at once. I just like the two of them together. It's fun. I, I really enjoy that. does Tim become something other than Robin mm-hmm. at some point? He does. He's had other monikers as... um. Uh, took over as Red Robin for a while with a mm. full different costume.
1: He was never Red Hood though, was he? No, that was Jason Todd.
0: Yeah. And um and then for a little while like But then this...
1: wait, who died? Which one was the one that died? Jason. But he was also the... said so Damien. Oh. So when was Jason Red Hood? Uh the one he came back in two thousand five. So he wasn't really dead dead.
0: He was dead. Lazarus Pet brought him back or, Oh, okay. Or that got retconned. Um he he was dead, he came back. How he came back, two different versions of that story.
1: Oh okay. Well, you know,
0: doesn't matter how you get there, as long as you're there. That's comics, baby. How'd it happen? I don't know. One of two ways.
1: I find I find he that he came be... back from the dead. Should that be definitive? Turns out, no. No. I mean, Batman can also fall from the moon. So you mean you've got that going on? The only, the most realistic part about this whole thing is Batman lost all of his money. That was the most realistic thing. But anyway, I mean that's really like the first yeah. part of the story without giving away the ending and all that stuff. The ending is just a big fight between failsafe Batman, you know, Robin, Superman. That's and,
0: a, there's a pretty big cliffhanger at the end. Yes, um, but
1: we'll leave that for another time. I, don't, I like Chip
0: Zdarsky as a writer. Like he came off originally was like he was just like. I mean, he is, like, online presence is, like, a very just, like, goofy guy, and he was doing kind of, like, goofy books that were fun, or even, like, coming over to, like, Marvel, it's like, oh, we're going to give you, like, Howard the Duck and stuff, but he's a really, he's one of my favorite writers working right now, and, like, uh, he's shown a lot of range, which I like a lot. I mean, in the art, like, you were talking about that uh, ahead of time, like, Jorge Jimenez, like, he's a great artist, and I like
1: the, like, if, like I said, great action, like, great, like, fights, great brutal- brutality. I like this a lot, because there was a lot of action. It was a lot of show, don't tell. And the tell was perfect. Like it was the right amount of pieces. You're like you just liked it because you didn't have to read as much. Yes, that's <laughs> less words, you, more but... pictures. <laughs> it's my kind of book.
0: That is what I told you. It's true, <laughs> and I accept that. That's right. This isn't just an on-air <laughs> personality. It travels.
1: It. Tra- no, I mean we are who we are, pretty much on the show. That's not true. I'm a bit heightened. Yeah, you're. You're like take it to like eleven. I don't. I really
0: going with the main Batman title is almost never a bad idea like it's the crown jewel like they don't mess around like oh we're just gonna give it to like we're gonna try out this young up and comer. it's like no you gotta you know show your bona fides before you get to batman and usually when you get there it's for a reason
1: yeah to have a guy fall from the frigging moon which i enjoyed it was very fun <laughs> i was like this is zach moment he likes things in space like when people fight in space robots in space dinosaurs in space falling from space my space <laughs> i wonder if that's still up my MySpace page
0: still there probably I have no idea yeah probably couldn't uh, tell you no anyway clear those all out. i don't know
1: i haven't looked in a while did i ever make your top eight i don't know well you bastard how You're... would
0: i remember that
1: i don't know But if you google google your myspace you maybe see what your last i don't even weren't. really fully remember what that means there's just like you could pick eight friends that were like your top friends are these people what does that mean did that do anything no it just ma- it, it, yeah it actually just made people feel bad about themselves. exactly that's what it did is it caused
0: fights <laughs> oh great that's what it did well, i mean you are the person who called me angrily that i didn't write happy birthday on your facebook wall and i was like yeah
1: i don't remember that all right that does it
0: for batman there you go i like it buy it it's yeah, good. it was fun like I said, it's it always feels silly like talking about the main batman title because you like i said you almost never go wrong no all right even <laughs> kirby that was kirby's hell of approval <laughs> yeah Moving on. Two barks from Kirby. Moving on from there, last segment of the show, to letters to the editors. A lot of questions, number one. Damn few answers. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Make it so. All right, if you want to ask us your own questions, you can. Editorsnotcomics
1: at gmail.com. Write them in. We'll answer them. I can tell that you were rushing this show because you're, you've are you been talking so fast. You're going to go to edit it and be like, is this on one and a half speed? And it's not. Oh, I listen it. Uh, I edit it like over two times speed. Yeah, but you're gonna listen and be like, "Oh, wow, I sound exceptionally <laughs> fast." Gmail. do no come. to Gmail.com. What's our question? I think this is in uh, relation to Renfield. would Be my best guess.
0: Okay, so um, or maybe not. Okay, uh, what supporting character could lead their own movie from any medium? Ooh, supporting character that could lead their own movie. I can give you my answer. All right, go ahead. The first thing that I jumped to is I mean, we've, I mean, you see stuff like um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, they're clearly, like, they're building out their supporting characters to lead stuff. Like, I mean, how long was, like, Don Cheadle set aside for, like, yeah, you show up for five minutes here or there, you know? Yeah. But now he's getting, like, his own movie. So there's stuff like that. The one that uh, immediately came to mind when thinking about this would be um, Ninja Turtles and doing a Casey Jones
1: movie. Oh, that, yeah, you could definitely do that.
0: I mean, there's sides of that. It's like there's um, the guy that was just like got into this because he just watched too many 80s action movies and wanted to go hit things. But there's also um, a story in the first run where uh, he leaves to like go find himself and he ends up like into this bar, like getting into this bar fight, like kicking all these guys' ass. And he picks up um, this pregnant woman who's about to give birth and like they start a relationship and then uh, she passes away in childbirth and he ends up adopting her daughter. Mm -hmm. Which I think, I mean, like it's it's supported, So you could still have like the other characters like popping in and out. But I feel like, I mean, even that by itself, I feel like is a solid enough like premise that you could roll with that as a movie.
1: Yeah, I think 100% you could definitely have a Casey Jones movie. I would watch a Casey Jones movie. Also, like comparatively, sounds pretty inexpensive.
0: Like if like compared to like other like superhero stuff and even like including turtle stuff, like they don't have to show up that much. They could be kinda in and out.
1: Oh, yeah. Like occasional cameos maybe in like the season finale. Like maybe like the season like the series opener and finale. I just and... Meant
0: to, yeah, I mean you could do a show. I was talking movie, but yeah. Oh
1: well or yeah, you could just have them show up at some point during the movie, but not too much because you don't want it to become a Ninja Turtle movie.
0: But that, that was my first instinct. Like that could be fun and you could also I mean set it in the 80s, make it or the early 90s like make it a little bit dirtier and grungier. Yeah. Or you could even go a little bit older, just like the um you know like almost like man out of time like oh man I remember like this is how we used to do things and like I'm getting too old for this shit and I don't understand the youth of today.
1: Yeah. That could be fun. You could do that. I'm going to I'm going to stick with our Batman theme. You could have like a solely Robin movie. It could be any of the Robins, just like oh like a Robin movie, period. Yeah, and that'd be an easy thing
0: for Batman to pop. I mean, maybe even like what the Penguin series is going to do. Like, not that we have any confirmation that Batman's in there, but it's just like, oh man, I have to do this mission because Batman's dealing with something big, and I got to like you know come out on my own for the first time.
1: Or like you know, heaven forbid, you know, maybe Batman is like seriously physically incapacitated. Like he gets his ass absolutely beat and is like, you know, unable to like do anything. He's like in a bat coma or something. Yeah, that's happened a few times. But you could definitely do. You know, or like even would be even kind of cool, which I'm sure probably has happened in the comics because I'm not that well versed, but it'd be kind of interesting, like multiple Robins coming together to fight.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's I mean, even thinking back to like when Batman was quote unquote killed by Darkseid and like um they all thought it was literally called Battle for the Cowl and it was like, who's going to be Batman now?
1: Yeah, but I'm not saying that like, they're fighting to be Batman, but you could definitely do like a Robin based movie. See, so yeah, I stuck with the theme. I think that's a pretty solid answer. No, there you go. I think I'm proud of myself.
0: All right. That's it for this week. I got basketball to watch. All
1: right. If you enjoy the show, go to patreon.com slash A dollar a month, almost at a week. A dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it. Plus, you get access to other things behind the paywall, including Pod to the Dark Tower, episode three coming out sometime in 2023. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to do a deep dive because I know you're, you're- This is a busy week. Your ass is on fire to get so off this couch cool. and onto the other couch, so- <laughs> i mean what there's this
0: going on tonight tomorrow we're you're going, going to see return Re- of the king where are you seeing that uh in augusta
1: oh well they're, i didn't know they were doing a screening of it yeah is it the extended version yep oh wow so you're gonna be there for like four and a half hours yeah. and then better bring a cup to piss in <laughs> the next day it, it's just minor it's like we got um, oh, a that's the 20 year 20 year anniversary of that yep. movie that's wild
0: drop off one of the cars then friday basketball again then saturday i got a um go down to portland it's a whole it's, it's a busy couple of days wow
1: you're you're right after it you're out straight so yeah anyway pod Sunday's to the dark tower again <laughs> pod to the dark tower's on there plus buffy back issue bin and other stuff again only a dollar a month to do that on the patreon plus you can rate review and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform we appreciate when you do that you can email the show editors note comics at gmail.com and you can find zach on the social medias just look up editors note comics
0: yep just Twitter, really. And you're there, too.
1: I am, at Junior Rich. All right. We'll be back next week.
0: Hopefully, Jared has done the assignment. We'll see. Secrets. (laughs) Bye.